Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy to be joined by Robin Taylor Zander. Uh, he's in the the touring band of Cheap Trick. He's got a new out, solo album out called it's called the the Distance. Robin, how are you? Hey, good. How are you guys? We are doing well. I just made the statement that the song "Amy" by Pure Prairie League is the standard bearer for music. In that, if you don't like the song "Amy," then you can't like music. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, hey, I, I agree with you. That's a great song. Man. How could you not? Yeah, absolutely. Not like it? Absolutely. So tell us about this solo album. I was lucky enough to get to uh, listen to it today. It's it's very good. I love your voice. What went into the production and, and just putting that, that album together? Because a lot of people should hear it. It's quite good. Well, um, basically, started a few years ago. I my dad's friend Kenny Siegel, who runs a, uh, a really cool recording studio up in New York, uh, invited me to come up and, and demo some songs, and uh, that's where the the distance was born. It's my first uh, self release under my own name, and uh, I've I've been touring with Cheap Trick for about six years now, and I had a a few weeks off, and I decided to make a record. Well, how exciting is that to get it out there in your own name, you know, doing something that, that's just yours? Was that uh, something that you'd always wanted to do? I'm sure it was, but how fulfilling was that to get that finished? Oh, it was the ultimate uh, feeling of, of fulfillment. I mean, I've, I'm a songwriter. I've always written for myself on the side. Um, I started touring with Cheap Trick when I was 24, and uh, I just turned 30. So it's been about six years of me writing and uh, kind of waiting for an avenue to get it out. I finally uh, met the right people that were really interested in the, the songs that I was writing. Um, I used to live in Nashville uh, for a few years, and as you know, that's a big music town and a lot of competition. And um, so a lot of the songs were based out of when I was living there. And um, I finally had Jack Douglas, who uh, is a a friend of my dad's and uh, Chief Tricks, who produced uh, the first four Aerosmith records. He did John Lennon's Double Fantasy, uh, New York Dolls, Patti Smith, you name it. He's worked with a lot of people. Uh, and he took interest. And so he signed me to his label after he heard the demos and mixed and mastered the record himself. And uh, that's where this, this stuff was pretty much born. Robin Taylor, Xander, our guest, his album, uh, The Distance, is out now. You've been talking about your dad, and that, of course, is Robin Xander, the front man for, for Cheap Trick. And that obviously means you've been around music your entire life. You've been around uh, different types of music, different genres. How do you sort through all of those and also kind of find your own voice 
as you're putting together your own music? Because I'm sure, you know, you've listened to so much and you've heard so much that it's only natural for you to pick up things from from other artists. How do you how do you uh, balance those out between also, you know, doing what you want to do? Well, it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, it's tough. My day job is uh, as a touring musician, so um, and cheap trip they take a and keep a pretty tight schedule. You know, they they pretty much gone half the year, and um, so it's very busy. And the the in between times, the downtime is kind of minimal, so um, I have to make good use of that. So it's a balancing act, but um, I have a great time. I mean, I, I love music. It's the only thing I've ever wanted to do since I was a little kid. I grew up watching. Uh, cheap trick play as a, as a little child, basically, you know, learning how to play music by watching them. So, um, you know, I, I enjoy what I do and, uh, I don't see myself doing anything else. So I, I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> I, you know, you brought up a little kid. I'm curious, how was it as a kid growing up with, with your dad as the front man and, and how was that at school? Were the kids good? Were the, then did you have kids that were mad because your dad was, was a front man? How, how, how was all that as a, as a kid growing up? I'm sure you had to uh, navigate a few situations throughout your uh, childhood. Um, I mean, surprisingly, it wasn't that bad. I, the only time that anybody was aware of what my dad did was when he came in for, like, you know, parent-teacher conferences or, like, uh, you know, bring your parent to school day. I mean, really, I I kind of stayed away from all that stuff as a kid. It was pretty normal. I, I grew up... Um, you know, I went to school, and then when I was off of school, I would I would go and, and travel with my dad because he was gone for a lot a lot of the year when I was in school. So it was kind of my time to bond with him, and so I loved it. You know, my and my friends that were my close friends were all were all pretty um, you know pretty cool about it. You know, to to a degree. Talking with uh, Robin Taylor Zander, uh, part of the band Cheap Trick. Uh, so we're seeing this a lot, right? You are on the road with your dad's band, uh, Deacon Fry, uh, the son of Glenn Fry, is on the road with the Eagles. Uh, Jason Bonham has participated in uh, Led Zeppelin. The sons of these uh, these stars, these frontmen, uh, or in Led Zeppelin's case, the drummer, uh, are kind of following that legacy. What does that mean to you personally to be doing that? And what do you think of kind of that overall trend a little bit of, of sons kind of, of carrying that torch and, and keeping that music alive? Well, yeah, it's like what you said, it's, a, it's about the music. I think, um, you know, whether I was my dad's son or not, I, I love cheap trip. So um, as a musician, any way that I'm able to contribute or keep that going, um, I'm, I'm totally down for it. Um, I, like I said, I grew up around it, so um, I have a special kind of interest in, in their music and what they do live. I think personally they're, you know, probably the best live band I've ever seen. And, you know, that's, I know it's biased, but um, they are truly a one-of-a-kind band. You know, they have three of the four original members still in the band, and next year is their 50th anniversary. They've been a band since 1974, so... Um, I feel like I'm in a, a kind of a special position to be in because I, live, they still do 100, you know, they're gone 120, 140 days of the year. But they're still putting on a lot of shows and they still put on a great show. And for me to be able to be a part of that and carry the torch in, in whatever way I can, I'm, I'm happy to do. 
Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with uh, Robin Taylor Zander, uh, new album, uh, The Distance, out now. So what, what are you most proud of about, uh, about this record? Uh, like I said, got to listen to it today. I, I love just the, the eclecticness. I think that's a word you used in describing it, too, that there's lots of different sounds, lots of different styles. How much do you pride yourself on being able to not only pull that off, but to be authentic with those different sounds and styles? I'm, I'm I'm proud of being an honest musician and not really trying to go for one thing in particular. If anything, this record is um, all my influences kind of bunched up into one, and it kind of gives it its own vibe. And if you turn on, you know, whatever your pop rock radio station is nowadays, you might not hear a lot of this music, and I, I'm cool with that because it, you can't really place it in one genre. It's a lot of different things. It's there's even some kind of pop country songs on the record that are, are, you know, not even like Cheap Trick or, you know, there's stuff that's more Beatles-esque, British Invasion and, and pop melody. And it's all different. A lot of stuff that I'm influenced by is my, my parents' record collection. So, you know, in my mind, that's what it sounds like to me. But, you know, I pride myself in, in just being original and being honest with what I'm writing. I'm not really going for anything in particular. Yeah, I saw, you know, the the bio you've got on Spotify where you you compared yourself kind of to the Beatles and it's like, "Whoa." But then you hear the album and there's there's some Beatles in there. It sounds like the Beatles and I think you sound a little bit like John Lennon. Is that is that fair to say? Would you ever like want to embrace that kind of comparison? How I mean, but it, it's there, right? Well, it's inside the, the music. I mean, I don't uh, actively try to sound like John Lennon, <laughs> but um, yeah, I I definitely am influenced by him. You know, I, I listened to every Beatles record front to back a thousand times when I was younger, and I still love their music. So um, it's a, a high compliment that that you just paid me there. <laughs> I, I I'm just sorry. I'm just curious. Uh, take Chip Cheap Trick out of the out of the mix here. Who were some of your favorite bands then growing up? Um, obviously, besides uh, your dad's. Well, um, like I said, my, my parents' record collection, I guess I would start with that. A lot of uh, 60s and 70s rock, um, psychedelic rock, you know, Hendrix and The Who, uh, The Kinks, The Stones. Um, in the 70s, I, I loved uh, all the, the punk stuff, uh, the Ramones and The Clash and The Sex Pistols and, and 80s New Wave. You know, I, I love all the stuff uh, The Talking Heads did and... Um, you know, I'm, I'm really into um, the Peter Gabriel solo records and, um, and a lot of stuff, man. It's, it's hard to kind of pinpoint, but I, I lived off of my family's record collection and CD collection and cassettes, and um, that's how I learned how to play music. I would I just sit with a pair of headphones and, and play along to, um, you know, whatever record on whatever instrument that was laying around the house. So um, all that stuff and more. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not going to lie, I've listened to a lot of popular music in my day, but more recently, you know, I've discovered or I've wanted to discover and I've tried to discover and I think I have discovered really, really, really good music that you'll never hear on the radio. And I know that uh, that's probably how you feel as well. So how important is that? You know, like just seeking that out and, and for people to find stuff that, because people always say, well, music these days aren't near, isn't nearly as good, but it is, right? It is, music is probably better now than it ever has been. Is that, is that crazy? 
I don't think it's crazy. I think there's more access to music and there's more ways for people to make music. So um, in comparison to a band that was starting, let's say, in like the 60s or 70s or even 80s, um, you know, you had to have a record label behind you and you had to have a management company and you had to have publishing and, and all these things. And nowadays you, you really just need a computer, you know, and in some ways that's uh, maybe – you know, people make music that shouldn't be making music. <laughs> but it also opens up a lot of really great music uh, opportunities. And I think the more, the merrier when it comes to music. I, I want to be able to hear as much as possible. And I want to be able to create as much as possible as a songwriter. So um, I'm all for it. I think that it opens up people's ears and eyes to, to new kinds of bands and uh, solo artists and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we we really appreciate your time. Congratulations on on putting your first uh, record out there uh, with your time with Cheap Trick. I I know and and begin the beginning of a really long career. I'm sure it's great stuff. And again, thanks for your time. Oh, thanks, Tim. Thanks for having me. All right, thanks a lot. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.